Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm predicting that the Bears are going to play in the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio, the first week of August. I'm predicting that they're going to have multiple Hall of Famers being enshrined, and they're going to have the number one pick in the draft playing, and that the NFL is not going to be able to resist the urge to have buses from Chicago to Canton, Ohio, turning that part of the Midwest into Bears territory for three or four days. So you heard it here first with uh, that prediction. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. That's Dan Wiederer. I don't think I understand who's so, so, um, because of, um, Devin Hester is getting in. Is that the idea? Devin Hester, Steve McMichael, maybe Julius Peppers. All three guys could get good news next week. Let's hope that's the case. Uh, and Dan on the Take the North podcast predicts that because they will have a presence in Canton during the Hall of Fame enshrinement that the Bears would play the Hall of Fame game with with the number one overall draft pick, presumably Caleb Williams, and that would be the big debut. And it would be the first time they played there. In 2018, they played there when Erlacher went in. Right. And that. that would be uh, – that would be because, yeah, those three guys going in, they would have a heavy presence and obviously a big appeal for Chicago fans. I don't know if they would be flocking to the toll road as much as Dan suggested there, but they would have a they'd bear fans everywhere. And so that would be an early start to the season. That would start training camp a week earlier, which uh, would not be a bad thing because we'll be hungry for football by mid-July. Oh, I, I'm already hungry for football. I'm ready for get to the combine, get some of this stuff going. The amount of speculation, the amount of um, projection for the Bears may hit an all-time high in this offseason because of them owning the number one overall pick and because they also have have yet to announce any kind of decision with Justin Fields. So I think that – the very fact that they could do something, um, whether it's make a trade or stay with Justin Fields, I think those are all kind of options that are going to be considered and there will be thousands of projections and guesses. And we haven't even gotten into the Caleb uh, Williams not wanting Chicago stuff yet. It's out there. There's hints of it. There's no news 
but there's a lot of uh, of speculation and a lot of guesses as to what he would prefer. Well, Colin Coward gave voice to it yesterday. We can get to that in a moment. But I think when you're talking about the speculation, it starts with what the Bears will do with Justin Fields. Yeah. And they have time, and you can debate when the best time would be if they're going to trade him, and they have concluded that. We don't know if they have or haven't. But Albert Breer from MMQB speculated. It's informed speculation. Don't want to say reported. You have to be careful with your words here, semantics. But he says this. Quote, if Chicago wants to extract the best value it can for Justin Fields, it would be preferable to get the process of finding a trade partner off the ground between now and the beginning of March. Once the league year starts, and this is a good point from Albert Breer, Mm -hmm. quarterback spots across the NFL will start to fill up. Kirk Cousins will decide out of home. Baker Mayfield will. Scores of others will too. So if the Bears drag their feet on this, they could miss the market at the position. That's why he would bet. I'd bet that fields could be moved around the time of the NFL scouting combine if I were a betting man. That's interesting. Um, I I don't know. I I don't know where Justin Fields would finally land on the uh, player procurement uh, picture. In other words, would a team prefer to see Kirk Cousins? take over for a year somewhere or a couple of year deal? Would a team prefer to take a, a chance on a Russell Westbrook, although that contract is uh, is pretty uh, pretty sure. difficult one to figure out? I think Denver's going to have to eat a ton of money. They're going to have to eat a ton of money anyway. Denver is the one of the teams that yes. is said to covet Caleb Williams, and they're ready to move on from Russell Wilson. I think when you talk about the Raiders, the Falcons, those are teams that are going to be in the quarterback market. I have to say this, and it's, it's a sound absurd at this time, but you do wonder what the 49ers are going to do at the position if they lose the Super Bowl and it's Brock Purdy uh, throws two interceptions. I, it, you wouldn't right. think they would move on right. from an MVP finalist, but Kirk Cousins and Kyle Shanahan do have a history together. And Kirk Cousins is going to be one of the more sought-after quarterbacks on the market. So a lot of things still have to fall into place. But Breer's suggestion is an interesting one because the team could get in front of all this by making a trade that can't be announced until the league year starts, but they could be addressing it sooner rather than later. You know, the Broncos obviously are going to need a quarterback because clearly there was a schism between Russell Westbrook and, and Sean Payton, and Sean Payton's not going anywhere I do believe that a lot of people are digging up. There's an old quote from Sean Payton who said, I believe the exact quote was, he called Caleb Williams truly a generational talent. Now, this might have been a couple years ago, but he called him truly a generational talent and someone that teams would tank for. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that didn't actually happen. Did it? No. Teams didn't seem to tank for Caleb Williams, but um, when it, when that is on record that that he's a generational talent, according to a pretty good quarterback evaluator in Sean Payton, I think that um, you can then uh, look at their situ- situation and extricate the idea that they are desperate to get Caleb Williams because the coach likes him, so they'd be willing to move up and try to make that happen a 
again, I think the problem, do, do they pick, where do they pick in the draft? They do not pick uh, as high as you would need to be to kind of um, be able to. Um, Broncos are at 12. I mean, at 12. to move from 12 to one is, it, it's they, they don't move. have enough to do that. that. It would take them the years. The Washington commanders are, are likely to be the team yes. that is most likely to move up if the bears are open for business because, because it's one spot. It's one spot. And there and also would be there. Yeah. His hometown, the Patriots are moving on from Mac Brown. That seems to be the indication. They also hired Alex Van Pelt. Luke gets, not going to get that job because Alex Van Pelt will be their offensive coordinator. So now, the Raiders hire Cliff Kingsbury. The Patriots hire Alex Van Pelt. That would leave Luke Getze's possible employers down to the Saints. That was the third team that he right. interviewed with. So if you're keeping track of where Luke Getze will work next year, eh, slim pickings right now. Well, I mean, it's slim pickings in terms of an offensive coordinator position, mm-hmm. right? If he was going to move back to a quarterback's coach spot, maybe maybe that uh, there's a bigger – um, opportunity Jets have any somewhere. openings? I mean, that, that, that's a possibility. Don't know. The, Don't the, know. the Jets could be a situation. There's some very interesting assistant coaching moves still yet to be made. Ron Rivera, we mentioned in the 6 o'clock hour, set to interview with the Dallas Cowboys because they need a defensive coordinator now that Dan Quinn has moved on to the Washington Commanders to be their head coach. Ron Rivera in Dallas, didn't he interview there to be a head coach during the Super Bowl season? Wasn't that back in the day when they were – going through head coaches. I think Ron might have interviewed there to be the next head coach right before the Super Bowl, if I remember correctly. There's still a lot of bad blood between the Redskins, the, excuse me, commanders and the Cowboys. And that is a longstanding thing. I remember uh, talking to friends of mine who were longtime uh, Washington fans when North Turner was hired. They felt betrayed that they had gone after a cowboy um, assistant who had been part of uh, uh, Super Bowls and didn't like it as a result of his background. Now, I don't think they feel that way about uh, Dan Quinn, maybe because uh, Dallas didn't win the Super Bowl under his uh, his, uh, tenureship. I wonder if anyone's – Ever, anyone in Washington is would be angry if Chico were to take the defensive coordinator position with uh, with Dallas. That rivalry is still pretty lively. But you, you fire a guy, yeah. and you're basically saying, hey, uh, go to Green Bay if you must. Right, and I think that probably would be the sentiment, and they probably would understand that. He also, I'm surprised he still wants to get into a situation that would be that intense. But – if you're you know, going to stay in it, that you're going to stay in it. But I mean, for for um, Ron Rivera, if, if you go to Dallas, how long is Mike McCarthy getting? You know, we talk about uh, this idea that there might have been coaches who were suspect about coming to Chicago to work for Matt Eberflus because you know there was talk of that because he um, you know might not be there beyond next year, and there was talk about firing. Um, Matt Eberflus early in the season mm-hmm. when they lost their first four games. A lot of people thought that was an imminent uh, situation. So now he's back and they're fired. They've got the whole new staff in, et cetera. It looks pretty good. But I wonder if you were uh, Ron Rivera, how do you feel about moving to Dallas for what might be a year? Yeah, that'd be tough. And depends how badly he wants to get back in. It depends on his other options. He did – 
there was rumor there were rumors he was looking at Green Bay or they were looking at him and then they moved on and hired their guy. So it just depends on on what the market will bear, which also brings us back to the the market the quarterback market. How will that shape and how will that affect what Justin Fields does and what teams that he might be traded to? You mentioned Cousins, he's going to be the top quarterback available, right? Mm-hmm. And you look at some other guys who may be on the move. Russell Wilson, is somebody going to be able to you know, take on that size of a contract? Do you want to add him to your mix? Because that's more than just adding – that's that's a, that's a franchise-changing decision if you add Russell Wilson to your depth chart or bring him into your organization. Mac Jones from the Patriots moving on. If he is cut loose – He's got starting experience. He'll he'll probably impress somebody. Is he just going to be a backup? Is he going to take the Trubisky route through the NFL? I don't know. But Justin Fields, I think, will be considered a starter. And I wouldn't be surprised if he's traded to the team that gives him that opportunity. So uh, we got breaking news, and we should get to it because it's important stuff. Uh, Breaking news on the score presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com. Get ready to spit out your coffee, uh, Cubs fans. One-time Red Sox general manager Theo Epstein is returning to the organization, taking part ownership of Fenway Sports Group and joining the uh, in the role of senior advisor. FSG will announce this this morning. And uh, we've got, uh, this is from Sportico. This is Theo. It's a great honor, something I'm really excited about. He said in a video call, it's just exciting to be joining such a dynamic, groundbreaking company across multiple sports, doing so many innovative things on the cutting edge of everything going on in sports these days. For me, it's perfect. I was looking for a path into ownership. Congratulations, Theo Epstein. Lot of a uh, lot of organizations and fans of other teams who are looking for and waiting for the savior to arrive. Probably a little disappointed, but to me, you, you can't help but be happy for Theo. This is perfect symmetry to his career. He's going to be part owner of the team that he brought to so much success to, and you as a Cub fan are always going to have a special place for him. There will be a statue of him outside Wrigley Field one day, but this is great. This is great for baseball. It's great for Theo. And I think that the Red Sox will be back sooner rather than later as a result of this, because senior advisor, if he's overseeing everything that happens, you know that this is going to be a a franchise. that's going to have uh, going to return to glory soon. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that we suggested that might be a way for the White Sox. Yes, to we go. did. And instead, they've uh, they've promoted Chris Getz, <laughs> your guy. Okay. Well, I don't know that this was ever going to be a consideration for Jerry Reinsdorf the way that it was for the Fenway Sports no, Group. No, there's so much here that makes sense for them to turn to Theo Epstein and to make this possible, more so than you realistically ever expected Jerry Reinsdorf to embrace there. This is a, this is a game changer for that organization. Uh, well, you bring Theo into the fold, back into the fold mm-hmm. to a place that where that was the first curse that he helped break. And 
and you know this is a guy headed to the Hall of Fame. One day will be in Cooperstown, and now you wonder if this is Act Three, you you'll be taking another bow in Boston, and that that couldn't happen to. Uh, it's just great. I think it's great for Theo Epstein. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. Do, do they not own um, Liverpool? So you lose uh, Jurgen Klopp, but you got. Uh... You got uh, Theo coming to the rescue. Is that it? I don't know. There's a, a lot uh, to talk about with this one, but, um, you know, you got a guy's a three-time uh, World Series champion, <laughs> baseball executive, moving yeah. into an important role in the company. 773 says, a statue of Theo, you can't be serious. Yeah, if you're going to build a statue of anybody, it is Theo Epstein. He's most responsible for 2016. Dustin, why are you shaking your head? No, no, especially with what just what we just talked about. No shot. What did we just talk about? That he's now able to purchase a certain percentage of the Red Sox, right. thanks to all the money that he made while helping the Cubs and the Ricketts family. No shot. You're mad at him for I this? I, 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 I didn't say it because I said no shot doesn't mean I'm not. No, I'm you're saying, saying because there's no shot that he's, he's getting using a, money that there's he's no earned. Sh- there's no chance he's getting a statue at Wrigley Field. It, it, this, I, Did you text this is that? good, this is good, good for Theo Epstein. Yeah. I have no issue with Theo yeah. Epstein, but this is bad for baseball. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he was in he a— fixed the game. Be, because he has been doing a really nice job, and now he's not going to be able to be in that role the same way he was. He'll have a voice at the table— but not the same way because they're going to think that anything he says is trying to, you know, deepen his pockets with yeah. the Red Sox. You mean as an MLB consultant? Right. He's done his job. Another, He's another, fixed the game. He's helped. Rich there can always be, David, to... there can always be more fixing. He's moving on. Are you talking about uh, gambling fixing? What are you saying? No. He, he, he did for Major League Baseball what they paid him to do. He improved the game. And – he probably has been waiting for this opportunity, uh, and it came open, and he seized it. He he had an, a chance to interview, and he showed up in a gorilla suit, so <laughs> no one could tell. I mean, I'm not going to criticize him because he made a bunch of money, which he deserved to make, and now he's investing the money back into the sport and, unfortunately, the team that he really loves, right? He grew up, he grew up sure. a Red Sox. Yes, he did. Yeah, and if they are going to put any statue – from the 2016 season, are you saying that it won't be Theo? That it would be, let's play that game. If there's a statue from the 2016 season, who will it be of? I think it's one of those. Don't say Dexter Fowler. <laughs> no, I would have done MVP. that just to, just to upset Mully. Um, I, I would, th- if anything, it would be something either Chris Bryant throwing the ball and like a ball like in midair reaching out to Rizzo or with like a suitcase Rizzo actually enters witness protection Rizzo yeah it'll be a milk carton with his picture on the back that'll be the that'll be or or Rizzo jumping up in the air that that and that that could be it or it could be the Cubs walking out with the World Series trophy the following year Peoria Matt checks in he says a Theo statue just another piece of metal (laughs) well played well played. Good for Theo Epstein. <laughs> yeah. 312-644-6767. Oh, my gosh. Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 of the score.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I did think Justin got better. I think he can lead this team. Uh, but at the same time, there's a unique situation where I have to look and our staff has to look at everything. Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. That is the voice of Ryan Poles talking about the options he has this year. We are delighted to welcome in Josh Schrock to the program. He does a great job, NBC Sports Chicago Bears reporter, and he joins us on the Score Hotline, which is presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Josh, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Morning, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, we're trying to figure out exactly um, what's going to happen, how they're going to make a decision. There's so many options. He's right about that. But mm-hmm. everyone seems to think that you can you can improve and get better. And, you, you know, as much as they got new play caller in here and they got all the offensive uh, staff filled out with guys that have done these jobs before – it's um, it's who's going to be the quarterback that matters most. Yeah, no, there's there's no question. It's a massive decision, obviously, for Ryan Poles. But I, you know, I think, and David and I have talked about this before. I, I'm not sure it's as uh, hard of a decision as the Bears are going to publicly say that it is. They obviously mm-hmm. have to do that. But I think when you take a, a step back and and look at Justin and his three years, and you can say he's gotten better and he deserves a ton of credit for uh, persevering through one of the worst situations a young quarterback can find himself in. He certainly uh, got better as a passer when he came back from injury. Um, I just don't think you've seen enough to say this guy is going to be a top 10 Super Bowl winning quarterback to pass on a guy who everyone around the league has been really, really excited about studying and and getting the opportunity to draft in in Caleb Williams. So, I mean, it's a tough decision, but I think in the end, uh, it's not that difficult. I think it'd be more difficult if the Panthers had found a way to back into a couple wins the way the Commanders did and the Patriots did and the pick was at two or three. I think then it's much more difficult. 
Uh, but I think in the end, they, they'll land on Caleb Williams. Josh, you follow this as closely as anybody, so help me out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yesterday, Colin Coward, well-respected, <laughs> gave voice to the fact that Caleb Williams has made it known or indicated or might not want to play in Chicago. You see it all over social media. It's been out yeah. there for a very long time. Have you ever seen a quote attributed to Caleb Williams or his representation or his family that says he will not play for the Bears, does not want to be in Chicago? No, no, not at all. I think the closest thing uh, we've seen from Caleb Williams is the quote when he declared for the draft, which is, uh, I believe, to paraphrase, uh, I will relish the opportunity and be grateful to play for whoever drafts me. Mm. Um, You know, I was going back and, you know, Dan Patrick said a similar thing about Joe Burrow not wanting to be in Cincinnati uh, three years ago when he was drafted, and we saw how we saw how that turned out. Um, I think, you know, I respect Colin. He knows people, but there's been nothing from Caleb or Carl Williams to, to suggest that they are going to try to strong arm their way out of Chicago. And I think especially given the moves the Bears have made on the offensive staff, and, I mean, if you really look at it, if the Bears do pick Caleb Williams, this is a really good situation for a number one overall pick to come into. He's not coming into a 2-15 and 15 team. He's coming into an ascending team with an elite receiver, uh, an okay line that's going to get better. He's going to have another top 10 pick, maybe a receiver there. So it's a really good situation for a young quarterback to find himself in and a, as about as good a one as you could hope to be as a number one pick. I, I think that the interesting element here too is what exactly happens with Justin Fields. And you know, yeah. we've, we've heard different uh, draft gurus put different value on him. I know Mel thinks he's going to be like the eighth overall pick or something. I, that was a weird yeah. one. But even yeah. if he's, if you get a second plus, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's a yeah. that's a very interesting idea. If you get a a second and a fifth, let's say that would mm-hmm. be a very good deal too. You'd get a lot of talent and you fill a lot of positions. There, yeah. There's no question. I've talked to a lot of people around the league about what a potential deal for, for Justin might look like. And the consensus is pretty much like it's not going to be a number. It's not going to be a first round pick because right. he only has two years left on his deal. You're going to have to, you know, pay him 22 million on the fifth year option and then pay him a lot more after that. Uh, but if you look at the Sam Darnold deal from a couple of years ago, similar situation, he had three years under his belt. He goes for a second, a fourth and a sixth. I think Justin's shown a lot more uh, than Darnold had with the Jets. So maybe you get a two and a four, you know, maybe it's a two and a three and the Bears throw in an extra, you know, late round pick with Justin. And and I think that's a really good deal. You can replenish the second round pick you gave up for Montez Sweat. You can use that either you know, however you want on a center, another edge rusher. Um, I don't think they're going to get the number eight overall pick. I saw Mel say that. I think that would be that would be outlandish. I couldn't see Raheem, Raheem Morris coming in and not, you know, wanting to take an edge rusher or a guy with five years of control. But I think the Bears can get some value for for Justin because I do think in the right situation uh, he can succeed. I agree with that, and I think that that's what people tend to lose sight of is the fact he is a good starting quarterback, but the Bears just Mm -hmm. might think they can do better. All right, Josh, so all week we've been looking to Mobile, Alabama, the senior bowl, the practices Mm -hmm. have been telling. I wonder, as uh, from a Bears perspective, through the Bears prism, what kinds Mm -hmm. of things will you be looking for Saturday at the Senior Bowl as you watch? And what have you seen this week that is worth noting? Yeah, I, I think, first of all, it starts uh, It starts on the lines. It always starts on the lines with, with Ryan Poles. Uh, we've seen that. Uh, you know, they, they need a center. 
they probably need to get one in free agency, and then they should probably draft a long-term fit. Um, we've seen Oregon's Jackson Powers Johnson perform really well. Uh, I think at tackle, uh, Oklahoma's Tyler Guyton has bears written all over him. He's six seven. He's very raw, but he's got all the measurables. Measurables, David. Uh, you know that he didn't give up a sack in uh, 335 pass block snaps last year. Uh, so they'll be looking to see how he performs. And I think there's been a lot of uh, encouraging day two, day three receivers. I think Brendan Rice is a really interesting prospect, especially if they draft Caleb Williams. There's chemistry there. The Bears need a big body guy who can go up and, and, and catch the ball at the attack point. Um, and then a guy like Roman Wilson out of Michigan who's shown an ability to separate. Uh, so I, I think really the interviews and the practices are probably more valuable than the game to the Bears. Uh, but we've certainly seen a lot of guys, a lot of guys pop. And we know we know the Bears love love to take guys from the Senior Bowl. Yeah, they've done it, and um, mm-hmm. I think when you look at the different positions, I, I yeah. you know it's interesting to hear you talk about the traits that they like because mm-hmm. there are there are some pass rushers, not like an Aiden Hutchinson type guy. Yeah, but good ones throughout the draft, and mm-hmm. I I'm just curious if you think they'll go for more trade guys or more, you know, whatever. I mean, everyone says best player available, but that means the best player we like available. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I think they probably prefer a blend. I think, you know, if you look in the first round at nine, a guy like Latu Latu at a, at a UCLA uh, has the traits and, and the production. Uh, if he's there, maybe, maybe that's an option. Uh, but I think they've shown that, especially as you get into day two and day three, they're going to prioritize uh, the length, the bend, the explosiveness more than, you know, what did, what did you do? Uh, you know, you look at a guy like Chris Braswell out of Alabama, he's got some tape, little raw, but you know, he doesn't have the length, but he's got the explosiveness. He's strong. That could be an option. So I, I think the bears are going to continue to prioritize traits uh, and, and what they can mold, um, you know, as opposed to uh, maybe college ceiling. You know, Josh, you follow the league, too, and I think as you look at the head coaching openings, it's been a little surprising to me that yeah. of the eight, eight head coaching vacancies that were filled, there have been five guys, I think, that had defensive backgrounds. And mm-hmm. what's happened in your mind? What are you hearing about the trend? Because it used to be not that long ago, you needed the offensive guru. You need the innovative guy to make your your quarterback better and score points. Five of those eight positions have filled with guys who are on the other side of the ball. Yeah, I think a couple things have happened. One, I think everyone in the league has changed offensive coordinator since 2022. So there might be kind of a brain drain at offensive coordinator right now other than Ben Johnson, who apparently uh, is really, really, really going to pick his spot. Um, But I think also teams have kind of realized uh, that it might be preferable if you get a defensive head coach who's a who's a CEO and will just be hands off and let the offensive coordinator, uh, you know, just focus on that. Maybe that takes more off off their plate. But I also look at it, David. There really weren't that many good offensive options this coaching cycle, right? Other than Jim Harbaugh and Ben Johnson, you know, who who didn't who didn't get a job that that was really that was really mentioned? Like all the big names were were defensive guys, right? Vrabel, Belichick, Carroll. Uh, Raheem Morris. So I, I think maybe it was just a, a lack of options at this point. Um, I, I think it's interesting to kind of um, look at particularly the idea, if you were to make a trade, would you get mm-hmm. like an NFL player, right? Like I, I know yeah. you get all these questions that we get about, 
<laughs> you get Max Crosby, you get four oh, number yeah. one. You know, and it's <laughs> it's kind of insane, but there is little <laughs> doubt that they did so well with DJ Moore that that you look at that and say, okay, if you got another player, and they, you know, listen, trading for Montez Sweat and giving him the contract extension along with getting DJ Moore changed their team. They got, you know, arguably the best player on offense and uh, certainly the best player on defense. And you kind of add that up and you think, can they, can they pull off that again if indeed they were inclined? And I agree with you. I think Caleb Williams will be the first pick in the draft and the Bears will make it. But um, I just wonder if any of that is reasonable, any of this sort of pie in the sky – I think Brian Burns would have been a guy. They had a couple of guys they might have taken over DJ Moore, but they, they landed him. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that because uh, the Panthers and Scott Fitterer in general were so, so, so desperate to find a quarterback and the Bears were able to, to, really, to really gut them and get DJ Moore, uh, that, that any team trading up will, will give you a premium player. And I think a couple of things – factor into that one it's how far are you moving down right part of getting dj Moore was they moved down to nine like are the bears going to move from one they already they already pick at nine are they going to move from one to 13 and the raiders aren't going to give up max crosby they're probably not giving up Devontae adams if they're going up to get caleb williams there's also just a lack of options with teams behind the bears premium players you'd want like the commanders aren't going to give you terry mclaurin to move up one spot like that's just not going to happen who are you getting from the chargers no one like I mean they they also have a quarter they also have a quarterback so it's options uh and and then it's from the Bears standpoint it's it's how far do you really want to move down like if Max Crosby's on the table and what three first round picks yeah sure of course why not send that in but that's probably that's probably really unrealistic great stuff Josh enjoy Vegas next week yeah I, I, I will David we'll be talking all right that is uh Josh Schrock from NBC Sports Chicago covering the Chicago Bears, uh, we should let you know you can enjoy the Super Bowl, too, and you can join 670 The Score and Circus Sports Illinois for the big game party. It's on uh, on Sunday, February 11th at Benchmark in Old Town. You will see Mully and Haw, Bernstein, Holmes, Rahimi, Parkins, and Spiegel will all be broadcasting live from noon to 3 p.m., getting you ready for the big game between Kansas City and San Francisco. You've got to have at least $100 in your Circus Sports Illinois app to attend. Doors open at noon. There will be live entertainment, complimentary game day bites. Go to circusports.com and sign up for the invite and more info. Finally, a Super Bowl party. Yes. All right. Well, the best thing about it is it's a pre-Super Bowl party, right? So before we we settle into watching the game, we'll be able to pick apart everything that's going to happen. We'll get, I'm sure, our predictions you can and our pick thoughts a, on the you game. You can pick apart what's going to happen. I'll be picking apart whatever's being served. I'm yes. going for the food. Okay. There'll be plenty of people to talk. There's going to be seven people there, one microphone. I mean, come on. I'm going there to eat. Okay. So will you eat on the air? So yes, I'll definitely eat on the air. Okay. Well, a that's little great. to say. That a is, lot to eat. Yeah. Uh, but it will be everyone. It will we'll be everyone. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. And then, of course, the game gets going and uh, and you don't have to hear 
people continue to talk because we should watch the game for God's sake. You can hear Tony Romo talk. Oh, boy. Okay, so we'll hear everybody talk then during the game. Oh, (laughs) see what you did there. It's Mully and Haw at Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 the score. There's a lot of things people around Caleb are sitting on. I think he's going to be phenomenal. I like him a lot. I've met his dad. But there are people that are concerned. Now, sometimes these these teams are concerned about stuff because it's not going their way. Yeah. You, you know, and I know this. Like, corporations, they want to control stuff. Yes. And with Caleb, you're not going to control everything. No. John Elway, Eli Manning, their dads paid a big factor in it. John's like, I'm not going there. And Eli's like, Archie's like, nope, we're not going to the Chargers. Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 the score. That is the voice of Colin Cowherd saying that um, he's talking about his influence on his father. He said earlier than that that he didn't believe Caleb Williams wanted to play in Chicago and that that would be a blow to the draft. The Bears would basically have to trade the pick because they weren't going to be able to land him. That was a very loud and bold statement yesterday, Colin Coward on his daily show mm. said that, and he, I guess it's informed speculation, but he did not report it, that Caleb Williams was not inclined to play for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, he's guessing. He's guessing. Everybody's guessing. Yeah. Until we hear it from the quarterback's mouth, his agent's mouth, maybe even his father's mouth. Mm. I think until we hear it from a credible source, I'm going to still believe that it's likely that he's going to go to the team that drafts him. It would be something. It would be something else to tell people, hey, you know, I know you got the pay. I got, I want no part. I want no part of the yeah, NFL's third largest market. Don't. I want no part yeah. of that kind of. Uh, you guys ought to concentrate on defense. Football city. Look, the Bears track record for developing quarterbacks is in fact terrible. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. It is a Bears tradition. Quarterbacks come here to see their careers ruined in some cases. There's so much like nonsense rumors that aren't very um, – that, that just aren't as believable as you would think. I want a part of ownership. If you draft me – You've got to give me 10% of the like, – You can say these things. You but can it's, say it's, these it's things. nonsense. Aaron Rodgers, supposedly, when he left yeah. Green Bay, wanted a piece of – It's rumor season. It's all It's all it is. And, Why and would anyone give you ownership? Josh Rock made a good point from NBC Sports Chicago, our guest just recently. Joe Burrow going into that draft yep. was thought to be reluctant but he's from to Ohio. To go to Cincinnati. He's from there. I, I know he's from there, but that was a suggestion, and it was advanced in in national media circles that Joe Burrow, because the Bengals had a pretty terrible tradition as well, that he didn't want to go to a losing organization yeah. where you know was with a bad reputation, and he 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 dispelled those rumors, and. Look what he's done for that franchise. That's the same type of thing that Caleb Williams could potentially do for the Chicago Bears unless they find something in his background check that stands out. Let's try Rob. Rob's on the south side. Hey, Rob. Hey, Rob. Hey, hey. Hey, listen, I'm having a problem with the math. You know, and the more I think about it, uh, I, I, I know Caleb Williams is supposedly a generational talent. Let's say he is take out supposedly. What doesn't make sense to me, 
is you have two more years on, on Phil's contract. Mm-hmm. Just going by what we got last year for the number one pick, and I'm not even saying you can duplicate it, but supposedly Williams' value is worth more than last year's value. C.J. Stroud or Bryce, whoever, it's worth more. Mm-hmm. So if you just do the math on it, you would have Justin Fields. Let's say you did the Green Bay method and picked another quarterback later in the draft and sat him for three years. You would have a player, and I'm, I'm, uh, we got the, the the right tackle, and we got Stevenson, okay. and we got Caleb Williams. Yeah, none of that equals Bryce. You see what I'm saying? So the math alone. I, I don't. I don't. Crazy. I don't understand the math. It's not. It's not adding up. What are you saying? Yeah. So what I'm saying is it's been phrased, it's always been phrased as Caleb Williams versus Justin Fields, when in fact it's Caleb Williams versus all of these other assets in addition to Justin Fields. Okay, but then you could also counter that with the argument of if you get Caleb Williams, the math is in your favor down the road three to five years because of the rookie contract and what that allows you to do financially with the flexibility to get pieces around him. You're better off in the long term. Do you want to invest 140 million dollars in Justin Fields? Uh, no. Okay. Not. Not. I haven't seen a if reason you, to do that. If you keep him, that's what you're staring at. Well, what? Eventually. You're, yeah, eventually. I mean, he would cost six million dollars next year, but, right? That's the jump in his salary. And then, if you wanted to keep him for the fifth year, it would be like 22 million, something like that. But, I'm just, I'm I'm just yeah. using I, the math. But, but if you're once investing you, him, yeah, one, yeah, one. But I mean, if but I think the actual salary for the fourth year is six million dollars, and then it jumps to like twenty two for the fifth year, and then you would have to give him like the massive contract that quarterbacks get. Would you want? You know, what did um, what did Baker Mayfield make? Four million last year. Now he's on his fourth or fifth team, but that's a former number one overall pick. Um, would you rather restart the clock on free agency? In other words, there is a controlled con- uh, con- contract for the first player taken in the draft, and I forget what it, uh, Bryce Young got like eighty million dollars for his four. I think year he called him Bryce or, Whoever. Uh, Bryce Whoever. Bryce Whoever he got what? Um, 40, or, I'm sorry, 80 million over four, something like that, whatever it was. I'd Those are fixed contracts. Those the are the already... point is, yes, it's a salary cap. There's a rookie salary cap. It's a contract that you would control for five years. Yes, that's true. And, and that's, that's the beauty of the rookie contract. And you can build around it. The other thing is, and I keep going back to this point, but it's a valid one to reinforce. If you ask the Bengals, what would they rather have? A hall of draft picks and an infrastructure around a quarterback who isn't Joe Burrow or Joe Burrow or Joe Burrow. Right. What about the what about the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence? I think they would take Trevor Lawrence. I think they would take Joe Burrow. The Texans would want C.J. Stroud. When you get that guy, when you have the elite talent, it really it outweighs the other pieces. It's close. But this tie goes to the franchise quarterback who can win you a Super Bowl. I, I don't even know that it's close. I think that if Joe Burrow is healthy next year, then they could win the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow could beat Patrick Mahomes because he's done it. Josh Allen. There are certain guys like that that, you're right, are outweigh all the other pieces you could you could draft, you could acquire. It just makes it different when Joe you're Burrow winning. Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Josh Allen. 
Oh, I agree with that. I, I mean, I'm just being when healthy. He's, yes. Well, but he's not he's as healthy, healthy. No, no. When he's healthy, Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in football for my money. Right. And he might be the best because he's beaten the other guy, I think, a couple uh, times, right? He has, but, you know. I'm just saying. He's awful a, good. He's good enough to make that a good debate. Yes. So, yeah, the answer would be if you can get a guy that good, you would take a guy that good over <laughs> and, anything and you if, have. And if your research and your talent evaluators and the consensus is this guy could be that good? Who said it earlier this week? Was it Ross Tucker that that Justin Fields might be a ten a top ten quarterback and Caleb Williams might be a top five? Okay. Like you you've gotta keep it in that perspective if you believe if everything works a, out perfectly, a, you could get a top ten guy. Real high, or you could a real high opinion of Justin get a, Fields. Get a, I, I mean, that's like maxing I said, out that, like his potential. What is he now? A top twenty quarterback? Yeah. You know, more than a top fifteen, kind of in that range. Twenty, I think twenty twenty one. Okay, so so you max out his potential, and what do you get? You get ten spots better. Right? Which is significant at that position. Big deal. The big difference but, between winning the division and winning a Super Bowl. And um, and it's better to have a top 10 quarterback in the league than only a top 10 on your team. <laughs> Just a nod there to one the, evaluation of Brock Purdy. Cam Newton. Yeah. Thanks, Cam. <laughs> All right. Great stuff. 312-644-6767. I think we got to talk about this Theo thing, I want right? to talk about Theo Epstein. There's a lot of complicated feelings and emotions. You get caught up in your feelings if you're a Cub fan. Like, really? You're going there? Aren't you more appreciative of what he delivered? Probably. Than, or maybe jealous of what he could bring back to to the Red Sox Probably. since he came from there? It's complicated, right? I, yeah, I'm so just saying. So if you're a Cub fan, th- yeah. you might be complicated. If you're a Sox fan, you're like, why couldn't we do this? Well, the guy grew up in Boston in the shadow of uh, – uh, of the ballpark, I, it's hard for me to get angry that he's not part of Cubs ownership. It's you know just, who's really pleased today with this news? Peter Gammons. Peter Gammons has a <laughs> smile on his face. He does, doesn't he? He loves it. <laughs> Mully and Haw, Chicago Sports Radio, six seven of the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.